Introducing the final fight of the night. We got episode 318 of the All You Can Hear podcast, Summer Fisting Punch 5. No. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's wow. right. I tricked you, Tanner. Wow, you did trick. <laughs> wow. That's pretty <laughs> fucked up. Yeah. Man, I don't like it's it. like so fucked up, dude. What the hell? <laughs> what the hell? So, if you're just joining us, <laughs> this is uh, the final portion of this season of the Summer of Fisting. I am one of your three co-hosts, Wenzel, and joining me today are my two violent co-hosts. Shit in my pants as the cops throw me on the ground cold. And I'm Mad Dog Tanner. Oh, 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 oh. oh wow. Put him down. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> also, I cut people. I uh, got a knife because there's a lot of that in this movie. Okay. <laughs> wow. Knife Colt. Yay. It rhymes. So, if you can read from the title of the episode, we're going to be talking about 2011's The Raid. This is also the film that basically started Summer of Fisting. Yup. Yeah, I don't even remember the conversation, but I remember Wenzel saying, We should watch The Raid. And then all of us being like, We should just watch movies in general or more action fighting movies in general and then well, uh summer fisting was born well it was a uh, wilkman wilkman was I, it was you tanner said something on twitter about that or maybe i did say the raid or something and then you were asking something about twitter about arts movies wilkman said something also mentioned the raid and i was like god damn we need to watch the raid and then it was like well let's just watch a bunch of films yeah so. shout out wilkman yeah, shout out. Yeah, Wolfman. thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah, so let's get right into it. Uh, the Raid is directed by Gareth Evans. Uh, runtime is 101 minutes or an hour and 41 minutes. The fighting style is Penchak Salat, which is the indigenous fighting style of Indonesia. But proper, contrary to popular belief, the only person who actually uses Penchak Salat is mostly the main character, while the rest of the cast uses Penchak Slat and combination of other fighting styles, including judo, karate, taekwondo, and many others. Should mention that. Uh, budget is $1.1 million with a box Damn. office of $9.3 million. That budget is a lot higher than I thought for some reason. Really? That budget is way lower than I would have expected. I have, I, I it, it's fairly low, and it was interesting too. Is that, um, because of how low it was, Gareth Evans, uh, so I guess I will just say this right here. Gareth Evans actually originally wanted to make the raid take place in a prison, but since they had such a low budget, uh, he couldn't do it, so he just made it an apartment building. But after the success that the raid was, they got more funding, and that's how the raid two was able to happen. Oh, so that one takes place in the prison. That one takes place mostly in a prison, yeah. Ah, okay. Uh, I say mostly because, um, well, if we ever do watch it, we will you'll see. Okay, we, yeah. So you'll see. But yeah, uh, notable actors and character lists. If I mess up these names, I am sorry. Uh, I tried really hard to make sure I got these right beforehand. So, uh, 
so yeah so please uh excuse my um my mispronunciation my accent so uh first up we got Iko Uwais as Rama we got Joe Tazlim as Jaka Donnie Alamshia as Andy Yayan Ruhan as Mad Dog Pierre Gruno as Wayu we got Ray Sahatapi as Tama and Tigar Satria as Bowo. Okay, okay. And those are basically the uh those are the characters we just we really do stick with throughout like most of the film. Mm-hmm. Um yeah. So uh synopsis. A rookie member of an elite team of commandos, Rama, is instructed to hang back while his comrades in arms go ahead with their mission to take down a brutal crime lord called Tama. However, the team's cover is blown and Tama offers sanctuary to every criminal in the, his high-rise apartment block in exchange for the cops' heads. Now, Rama must take command and lead his remaining team on an ultra-violent charge through the building to complete and survive 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 the, <laughs> the mission. <laughs> I was going to say anything, but you made fun of it, so I, I felt like it was fair. I have to. I don't know why that happens sometimes. Sometimes when I'm in the middle, I just I guess because I'm losing air or something, I just get super yeah. high-pitched. I don't know. It, it have, listen, we everybody knows we are professional podcasters here at All You Can Hear Network. Sometimes your voice cracks. It's a fact of life. Yeah, he talks. So if you call for Wenzel for that embarrassing voice crack, you're gonna have to get super embarrassing, like so fucking embarrassing. Like, don't even bring it up because it will be like, like nagging him in the back of his mind because it's so embarrassing. Cole, you you took it too far. I mean, Cole's just doing what you're doing. (laughs) Nah, Cole took it too far. Uh, I should mention what's interesting. I didn't know this. The original or the tagline for this film is 30 floors of chaos. Uh, there's only 15. <laughs> yeah, there's not 30 floors here. Yeah, but you got to think if you count all the rooms, there's floors in there. Probably 30. That's fucking, There's more I mean, than sure. 30 floors. <laughs> but it's still it's fucking stupid. <laughs> I think that's actually an extremely sick move. Like it'd be like coming into my house and be like, welcome to my six story home. And you go upstairs and that's it. Yeah, that'd be pretty funny. <laughs> I think that's sure. funny. Sure, sure. Uh, all right. I guess we'll just get right into it. Um, what are the, uh? Okay. So this being our final film of Summer Fisting, and with everything we've watched previously, what's what's our what was our initial like just impressions, just base impressions of it. It's slow. I, I will not lie. It is a slow movie at times, but when the action gets to kicking, it gets to kicking real hard. Very violent. Like, Jesus Christ, very violent. I. <laughs> Winslow actually has a funny story to tell. I don't know if he's going to tell it. I will. Okay. Um, I The first 10, 15, I would maybe even say 20, are a little slow. But like Colt said, when it starts cooking, they start cooking and it's fast. It's furious. And when it says in the synopsis, ultra violent, it is truly ultra violent. Like some of it feels a little gratuitous because of <laughs> the level of excess of violence that there is. Um, but yeah, you just you got to give it a little bit. They have to do setup, and it makes sense. Like the beginning of this movie is there for a reason. Um. <laughs> but yeah, uh, you you definitely gotta see it through because it's <laughs> oh, boy. 
Yeah, no, uh, I've rewatched this film probably now four times. And with now the fourth time, I'm definitely like, I'm like, yeah, okay. That beginning section, definitely 20 minutes, 20 minutes into it. The pacing is just, it's, it's pretty slow. Um, but like Tanner said, it's kind of necessary to kind of set up everything. Um, not as quick to action as the rest of the films we've watched so far. Um, so I guess that's kind of a, a definitely um, a, a disclaimer to also uh, spoilers. I don't think I said that. Spoilers for this movie, obviously. Um, Listen, and then it's also, punch five of Summer of Fisting. If you don't I think know. we're getting into the spoilers, what's I wrong know. with you? I, I just got to make sure. Um, and then also, too, like uh, definitely a content warning for how ultraviolet it is. I mean, with how much blood there is. Yeah. Yes. But, and I, even though it, it's definitely slower, it's probably the most violent out of all of the films we've seen. Oh, oh yeah. Easily. E yeah. I don't I don't think it's a contest. Easily. Yeah. Um so I guess I'll go into that. How do we like because and you could mention too like I guess your your favorite um just go right into it. Like you can mention your favorite fight scenes too. Like how does how does this violence and brutality work in conjunction with the um the fighting styles being the most violent film? How how do we how do we feel about that? How like what are we what's what's going on with us when we're seeing all this crazy shit? I need to know more about Pink Axe a lot, uh, because in this movie, the main guy uses a knife and like his bare hands for most of the fights. And I'm curious if that in that style involves a blade, because holy shit, it was smooth the way he was cutting these people's throats left and right. Uh, uh, it does not involve a blade, but it can involve weapons. Oh. See, because yeah. I thought I thought it was gonna be Krav Maga is what the I thought maybe the primary fighting style of our main protagonist was just because it, he did have the knife. So I I thought it was, but then I thought it was weird. I was like, well, why is he using like a Russian fighting style? That doesn't make any sense. Um, <laughs> Are you good? Yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I I thought that was it. But you, you go ahead, Cole. I don't think you were done. What was the question? <laughs> okay, well, maybe he was done. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we were talking about, like, the action. How do we think, like, the, the violence in, in the movie kind of, like, wins Or, like, itself. working with the the the, uh, the fighting style. Like, yeah, talked about how you want to learn more about Penchak. Salat. I should mention it's pronounced Penchak. That's how it's, that's how it's pronounced, Penchak. Well, uh, what I was going to say is, like, I don't know anything about this fighting style this is the first time i've encountered pure that because i know they've done work with other movies yes. uh but i don't think that's purely that style no it? because no because now um uh the stunt choreographers so i i guess i should mention this too um specifically uh eco wise and yayan rahan i believe um those how you say their names they are both uh, all, I mean, all these guys have kind of backgrounds in fighting, but those two specifically, um, they're both very renowned, like, um, stunt choreographers, instructors, and, um, in their, in their fields of, of fighting, um, they both, they were both in the force awakens and they did the stunt choreography for that film. Um, oh God, uh, uh, Eco Wise will actually be in Expendables 4. Um, I'm trying to see here. Let me see. Uh, 
uh, Eko Wise was also in Snake Eyes, Stuber, and The Night Comes for Us, which are all action films. He he is he has done a lot of stunt choreography um, for a lot of films. I could have sworn though that Yayan. Oh oh shit, maybe it was Yayan. Hold on, hold on. I didn't look this up, and I don't know why I didn't look it up beforehand. Oh my goodness. Oh fuck! I was right. Oh my god. Oh shit. <laughs> okay. okay. Somebody help him. <laughs> uh, no. So I I kept thinking. I was like, I could have sworn one of these guys was in a film I've recently seen. So I was confusing. I kept thinking that Eco Wise was in John Wick, but he's actually in Expendables. He was in the trailer, and for some reason, I kept thinking that was John Wick Four. But Yayan is actually in John Wick Three. I completely ah. forgot about that. And he's in a movie I saw last year called Yakuza Apocalypse. And dude was insane. He was awesome. Just, yeah, that's, sorry. I, I was freaking out because I was like, oh, shit. I just Who is he in John Wick 3? Who was he in John Wick 3? That's the thing. Uh, I, ooh, I don't, I can't Deal remember not. exactly. That's fine. I feel um, like he was like a henchman to one of the higher. He ups. was, yes, he was. Uh, it says right here he is uh, Shinobi number two. Yeah, but I do oh, remember so... his face. It's yeah, so was he clear. one of the twins? I don't know. That uh, Keanu fights like towards the end ish of the movie in like the been... in the glass room. I so I should mention too that okay, so there's two Shinobis here for John Wick three. Uh, there's Shinobi number two, which is played by Yayan Ruhan, and then Shinobi number one is played by Sisep Arif Rahman. He is from actually the second raid movie and is one of the main antagonists. Ah, um, which I remember him. I don't. It's been so long. I couldn't tell you. I'm sorry. No, that, no, uh, that's fine. I, I've recently watched all four John Wick movies, so I was trying. I was trying to traverse my mind of the the Wick catalog of uh, yeah. villains. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah, no, uh, if they incorporate pin checks a lot into their stunt choreography, they probably do because it, as a fighting style, is very much involves like, uh, the full um the full body, uh, from what from what uh it says here. So it's a full body fighting form incorporating strikes, grappling, and throwing in addition to weaponry. Um, every body part is used and subject to attack. Um, its focus is self-defense, but from what I remember, because I remember when I first watched the raid, I remember looking up Penchak Slack and just being so into it. I was like, holy shit, this is sick. And uh, and I remember looking up and somebody just briefly described Penchak Slack, even though it's a self-defense, you know, defense, it's more like somebody, because looking back on it too, I don't think this is, I don't know if this is, you can apply this just to this, you can apply it to any fighting style, but I think from what we've seen, you could definitely make the distinction that this, the person said, and I quote, um, or sorry, as I can remember, said that basically the fighting style is like, kill your opponent before you get killed. Kill before you get killed or something like that. Hell yeah. Um, and um, from what we've seen, too, you can definitely get that impression because of how they fight. So I, I guess a better question I should have asked with uh, with most of the films having we've watched using kung fu mma drunken boxing and even taekwondo how does penchak salat compare to what we've seen how does it how do how do you what do you guys impressions of seeing it being used on screen compared to the other fighting styles we've seen oh uh, like i said it's definitely more involved i feel they're 
they are using their whole body. They're hugging these people, slamming them, doing all kinds of shit. While I feel like the movies we've seen in the past are mostly pushing them away, punching, kicking, obviously, but they're not using like their torso in a lot of uh, the fighting. Yeah, I, I would say this. I mean, obviously, like with all of our other styles we've seen, they are close quarters. I feel like this is still even more close quarters because it's almost like you're wanting to grapple almost with who you're fighting and like get in a clinch and pull them towards you. Where like Colt said, like in Kung Fu, you're trying to create some distance and you're really using your limbs as like your advantage, like your your wingspan or your reach in general. Where uh, with Pinjack Slat, um, it's more so you want your opponent as close to you as possible, and you're just trying to. I mean, you're throwing elbows. It, it, it feel like in just for like modern MMA terms, it feels che- like cheating because like you're you're just trying to do anything you can to uh, shut down your opponent. I mean, you're throwing elbows. You know, you're gouging eyes, you're fish hooking, you're going for the nose. I mean, you're doing I mean, it's pretty dirty, like in terms of regular MMA. But like you said, Wenzel, like the whole principle of the style is kill before you can be killed. And so that makes total sense. You know, if I'm fighting for survival, I'm not going to be like, all right, here we go. Rules. Uh, no punches to the groin, obviously. Try to avoid the face. No, you're doing anything you can to, yeah. to shut them down. Yeah, you're you're getting in close and you're under the assumption that the person attacking you is trying to kill you and yep. you have to you have to kill them. Yeah. No, that totally that makes total sense. And uh I what I love watching it too is like I the only way I can describe watching it is like it feels so angular. Like you're getting in close but they're but with their they're utilizing their joints. Like you said they're throwing elbows, they're throwing knees. Like they're utilizing their joints and kind of moving so angular with their body that it almost feels like they're moving in like vectors and attacking multiple points it feels very fluid but like like i said it feels like only i can only say angular it's so it's so weird but it's so fascinating to watch yeah um and i i just i i just think that's interesting and also too whenever they're um so if you like notice too whenever uh our main character Rama is like, uh, or even another character we see. Um, but like when they're coming in to like do like a close, like chest or torso strikes that you you'll see them where they'll, they'll be blocking their opponent's hits, but at the same time, they're moving their hands, they're twisting and contorting them. And they're like moving their, their hands while they're also blocking. Yep. I think that's fascinating because they're, they're just basically building up momentum and speed so that when they, so that when they can easily not only deflect, but quickly go into a strike. I, I just think that's so interesting. Yeah, no, I completely agree. And also too, with a lot of these movies, they're like, especially the prior four we've seen in 99% of the fights, they're not going for the kill. You're looking to, to incapacitate and knock out your opponent in this movie. They are going for the kill. Yeah, they are. So, they like, are there's just two yep. totally different modes of fighting there. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, like if they do end up knocking out the guy, that's good. But for the most part, if they're going to, if they can kill you, they'll kill you. Yeah. Like that's, that's just how kind of this, um, the, the film functions too, without also like, without leaving any like kind of like, uh, loose ends, because that would also kind of detriment like, the characters um yep. 
But um, yeah, no, and I should uh, so I should say too with how fascinating I think Penjack Salad is, um, the director also thought it was very fascinating because in 2007, uh, that's how Wise was discovered by director Gareth Evans was he was filming a documentary about Salat, um, and uh, it while he was in uh Wise's training hall and uh. Wyatt's natural charisma and great camera presence encouraged Evans to cast him as a leading role for his first martial art movie, Marantau. Um, Marantau. I'm not sure about how you pronounce that. I never. I forgot to look that up. But uh, after signing signing a five year contract with Gareth Evans and his production company, Wyatt resigned from his daytime job as an operational driver at Asia and Indonesian Telecom Company. I just thought that was very interesting. That's also, awesome. Yeah, no, it's super sick. And also too, Colt, uh, good good point out for you um, on re- recognizing the guns being what they are. All the guns used in the film are airsoft replicas. Yeah, I knew it because there was a scene where it shows a look right down the barrel. And I'm like, that's an airsoft barrel. Yeah. And I immediately knew. And then Ter- Winslow was like, no, shut the fuck up, you nerd. You're not a gun nerd. Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> okay, I didn't say all of that. But no, I was just because, no, I mean, you were right. I, I was just I was just messing with you. You're, no, you, you called it. I mean, um, all of the cycling, muzzle actions, flashes and everything were all added uh, digitally. So I just should let you know that. Um, And also, too, should kind of to give more credence to these uh to these character to these actors every actor who played a member of the SWAT team went through a training program with uh Kupaska Indonesian uh, Navy's special ops unit to study the techniques used in in the uh, force including weapons use and hand signals um and then also to Yayan Ruhan uh who plays my dog once trained Penchak Salat for Pasukin Pengamanan Pen Gamanan, I believe, president. Um, the Indonesian Presidential Security Forces, it's equivalent to the U.S. Secret Service in 1989 for the uh, and for the Indonesian military police corps in the early 1990s. So, how old is he? He's pretty old. Um, yeah, okay, because he doesn't. Yeah, look he would have had to been in. He would have uh, been in his late 30s in this movie. Then he huh. was born in uh, 1968. Jeez. So he's 36. Yep. In this movie. Uh, And then also, too, I mean, it's crazy because I was looking up Wise and this year he turned 40. I was like, holy shit, he's 40 now? So he was 28 when he made this movie. God. Oh, wait, hold on. This is 2011, not 2004. So in 68, okay, sorry. He would have been 43 in 2011. I'm still in the Kung Fu hustle mine, which is still crazy. (laughs) Like, 43 yeah no uh yeah no i mean it's just these guys are like these guys are masters uh, i think and i think that's also incredible incredibly fascinating too i mean many of the people that we have watched are masters of their um of what they do it's just it's just interesting seeing these guys actually like also to like contribute to like training like um the military and police forces which is crazy um yeah so uh, I guess also too uh, should ask like uh, what do we what do we think about the overall um, plot and themes of this film? Uh, were they coherent? Were they good? Were they bad? What do we? How do we feel? I I will say I kind of don't know the plot. Uh, I I know that there's a big bad drug dealer man that runs this building, 
and they're going in there to get him. And uh, the brother, I mean, the main character, the brother works with him. I knew that. Uh, but I kind of like the whole thing with the guy with the white hair being the, uh, like, starting this thing secretly, this raid secretly. A lot of it just went over my head for some fucking reason. Uh, Tanner? Um, so, I thought the plot was... I, 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 you know. And you're not wrong, Colt, for yeah. also not... Like, you kind of said the whole plot. It's very cut and dry. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm not watching a movie like this for some, like, amazing story. Yeah. I'm watching it for the action set pieces, which this movie delivers in spades, and then some. Um, I, yeah, I'm, I'm right with Wenzel. The, the action is, or the plot itself is very like, all right, drug deal. Oh, wait, somebody on the inside was the bad guy. Uh Oh, like, it just seems kind of cut and dry in that way. Like it's nothing earth shattering, like, Oh my God, the the plot, but no, um, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at on the plot. But I think the plot takes a back seat to a movie like this. Yeah. Yeah. I, I yeah. So the plot is if you, if you want to kind of understanding, like I know we said the synopsis, uh, but it's just literally. Well, actually, if you read the synopsis or if you listen to the synopsis, you, you'll pretty much get it because it's just that these guys, they go into apartment building to take down a crime lord. Uh, it's not on the books, so they're on their own. Um, one of the cops is a traitor. Um, most of them get killed. Uh, the traitor guy is um, trying to basically gain power. Uh, there's actually even a character that they mention that I believe is in the raid too. Uh, so that's I think that's something interesting there. Um, yeah, and that, then that's pretty much it. Like it's just literally they're just trying to stop a drop a, a crime lord and take back and take over this this uh this apartment building from being under his control that's that's basically it nothing too crazy i do enjoy the theme of brotherhood with uh our main character rama and his brother andy and how um like like they both want to do the things that they feel are right and with Rama being what he is and then also to Andy also being what he is, um, which is basically he's a kind of like a, a criminal mastermind in a way, um, even though he is he is not like completely like totally evil because um, he uh, he does save his brother and he doesn't really want to. Well, he does end up killing like two goons by himself, so he's also capable too. but yeah, I, it, it's kind of a weird the little kind of thing there with a uh, morality, but um, yeah, I, so that, I mean, there's nothing to pick. It's literally just kind of meant to be this. I think, I think mostly though, it's meant to be Gareth Evans trying to, um, rather than doing a documentary about Pinchak's lat, he wants to do a film with it and being able to visualize what that would look like in a fictional kind of like, uh, setting where he can, use uh prosthetics and effects and stuff like that i think it's very much just evans doing that yeah no definitely like the movie almost seems more to be about the action than the actual plot too in in that sort of sense as well yeah yeah like like even even about like the fighting style itself because because the character we follow mostly is the main character rama 
and he is the he mostly uses or he only uses Penchak Slat, which I think is just Evans trying to highlight him and the uh the fighting form, um, which is not a bad thing. I, I it's very cool. Um let me see here. Uh I should ask too, what do we think about the, the uh, cinematography? I thought cinematography was pretty good. Uh, it, like when the movie first started, I remember saying like, this feels like something that came out in the early 2010s. Uh, not in a bad way. It's just like, there was a specific style around that time. And uh, it was a very dark movie. Like, holy shit. Like, I mean, the content in it's dark, but like visually it was hard to see some stuff. Yeah. And that's like, I feel like a very early 2010 style. And like some of the action scenes, the camera was moving similarly to like some big uh, action y movies around that time frame. It wasn't bad. It was good. I honestly feel so the cinematography in itself, just kind of looking at it from a movie that's kind of similar. And I actually had this thought before Winslow even mentioned anything. Uh, it kind of reminds me of John Wick 1 in a way, specifically the first one, um, where they're kind of a little experimental, not a huge budget by any means. Um, it's so dark. Yeah, yeah, it's dark. They're, yeah, they're trying to do some different stuff, really highlighting the action, because again, this, the plot, it, it, in its essence, is very cut and dry. Even um, though the plot took the world by storm for John Wick. Oh, sure. You killed yes. a dog. You got to kill back. Yes. Yeah. No, absolutely. But like on paper, it's a very simple story. Um, so I, I really liked it. I, I thought the way they framed the fights were really good, especially the, the last fight between mad dog and, you know, Rama and Andy, I thought was shot. Uh, honestly, perfectly. Like, I don't know what else I would have done differently in, in, like that sense or what would have made it look even better um yeah I, th I thought all the fights were framed perfectly and really set each other apart uh there's one fight in like a really small hallway that i thought was really cool but instead of like just pulling a straight up old boy where they're showing like the progression through the hallway it's really frantic um you have like this third person view uh of rama and it's sick in its own way but yeah I, I i thought it was great and like i said with the limited resources that they had i thought they did phenomenal yeah 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 uh i i guess too i should i should go ahead and ask uh what was everybody's favorite fights fight fights what you know you know multiple the um, cocaine uh not cocaine the like the drug manufacturing area the narcotics lab yeah, I that's I easily my favorite fight in the movie because it has all the main SWAT team members just going fucking crazy. Even big old man just like picking up a chair, throwing people. Not really <laughs> like a special fighting style. It's just called being old and having a little muscle. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Man, I I thought I mean I I thought all the fights in this movie were were good to great. But I think the the final fight, Rama and Andy versus Mad Dog, is just like on another level. Like it's so raw and gritty and feels gross, and like the 
the finality to the fight, you know, as they put Mad Dog down. Yeah, yeah, Um, yeah. It's (laughs) fucking incredible. Like, I I would have to sit with it for a little bit, thinking about, like, my favorite fights from this run of Summer of Fisting, but that's up there for sure. Like, I I thought it was incredible. Yeah, uh, yeah, no, um, that, that final fight is insane because it's just, it's just these two versus mad dog and you know mad mad dog is definitely meant to be like because he is smaller than them he's meant to be deceiving but he is like crazy and like that also gives credence to like um the character or the actor in general being like as old as as he is with as much experience as he as he has and then also to being like a strong kicker like kicks are very powerful especially like you know just in general terms like more powerful than than punching um so yeah, it, it was it was insane fight. I I always just enjoy um when we went first watching the the hallway fights, uh specifically the first one where Rama is using the knife with the baton and then the second one where he's fighting the machete gang. I always love seeing people's reaction to those because um they're just both kind of brutal in their own ways with being with the first one being like uh he's using a baton with the knife and then like just messing people's knees up. And then the second one, like when he uses the door, the broken door frame to stab that guy through the head. Oh yeah. That's, I want to say it most gruesome final blow of any movie we watched. (laughs) Yeah, for real. Because every time I see that, I'm like, God damn, like, like you're talking about using the environment to your advantage. Like that was the coldest, smoothest, move like i've ever seen besides like that one move in police story where jackie chan gets into the car like it was insane like yeah. just that small little move right there it's crazy um oh man uh, uh let me see uh also yeah so uh going back though to your um to the lighting uh yeah so i have a fact here lighting in this film is very difficult since in several sequences, the camera turns 180 degrees around and moves around the room. To supplement this, the production crews use lights on long poles and constantly move with the camera. Ah, okay. But well, you, they, you gotta improvise. Yeah, they definitely do use the darkness to their advantage, especially with that first ambush scene where um the characters are trying to not draw attention to themselves since they just noticed that how dark the floor is above them and you see the guys with guns looking for them. So there definitely is um, kind of an advantage to that, but it definitely also is hard to see. Uh, Another fun fact here, the main character's name Rama uh, appears to be taken from Rama Sakana. According to Sumatran folklore, Rama Sakana is a woman who credited to have been the first person to teach Penchak Salat in a structured way. Ah. I, I thought that was fascinating. Um, yeah. Uh, also, total body count. I don't know if this was uh, because in so many of the films, many like if people do die, they're usually shot like in police story. But like, I don't think I've ever seen like body counts for this film. The IMBD website gave a body count for 121 uh, people. Jesus Christ. Yeah, there's constant death. Uh, there was a few times where like it felt like the uh, main guy was like knocking some guys out but brutally killing others someone. yeah 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 but he was just killing all of them yeah i wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't doubt he went back through with that knife and stabbed everyone that was knocked out <laughs> <laughs> yeah 
Yeah. Yeah. It, it was so funny, too, because there's this one guy who every time I watch it, I just don't give a flying fuck about him. Is a Bowo. Yeah, he sucks. He is an, He's asshole. an asshole. He's just an asshole. Like, I mean, yeah, he gets shot. And then he also, like, gets shot in the ear. But, like, there's no reason for, like, even when he's not shot, he's just mean to this one guy who's like, I'm trying to help my sick wife. And he's like, fuck off, like, yeah. dude. Yeah, I was about to say, he, he was, was one an of the asshole few... before, before the mission even started. And why was he one of the few to actually fucking survive? I know, right? Because they're like, uh, they're like oh, yeah, don't worry. Bobo's actually a good man. Clearly not. The only good, like, besides Rama, I mean, the only other good guy who, like, survives all until the end is the one guy who was put with the old man to protect him, but then he gets shot in the face. Yeah. And the thing is, we actually see him fight in the narcotics lab. It was pretty cool. And then he just gets killed. Yep. <laughs> like, Bobo literally is on the ground crawling and just stabs a guy multiple times in the face. That was really brutal. <laughs> that was brutal. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, uh, yeah. Oh, I, I almost forgot. I'll tell my story about uh, I Tanner mentioned it earlier. Sorry. I, I, I just completely almost completely forgot. So uh, it was so funny because we we're sitting there watching this movie and we're watching the mad dog, the final fight with mad dog versus Andy and Rama. And Tanner's like, I, I could have sworn Jojo showed us this fight on YouTube about seven or eight years ago. And immediately I smile because I'm like, you know, what? I'll just go ahead and say it. I was like, I was like, he Jojo did not show you. I showed you guys. I knew because I was pointing at Wenzel when Tanner was saying it. When Tanner, yeah, Colt knew too because because uh because I, I did I have shown Colt several of the raid fight scenes while we were in high school waiting uh waiting in the car uh car rider line. I just think it's funny, funny little memory there. But even then, before that though, uh, it was probably 2015 or 2016. We were uh we were um. We were hanging out, and it was the morning after a night of camaraderie, board games, and just good old-fashioned fun. <laughs> uh, so it was like 9 or 10 in the morning. We were all awake. It was me, Cody, Colt's brother, Colt, Tanner, and somebody who shall not be named. No. Um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> because they are not a good person. Um but anyway, so we're sitting, so we're sitting there, and everybody's like, "Let's let's do something. What are we gonna do?" It's like, "Well, let's watch a movie." And I'm like, "Okay, well, let's watch the raid. It's a cool ass action film with some cool ass fighting. Let's watch it." And everybody's like, "Yeah, yeah, cool." You know, obviously agreeing to it because he knows I've been talking about it for a while. So we're sitting there. It's starting about ten or fifteen minutes into the movie. Cody immediately says, "This is fucking boring," and at that moment, with how I was too, I was very. I was getting very anxious and nervous. I was like, um, a little weak, okay. little cuck boy. Uh, let's yeah. just be real. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and because at the time, you know, this person who shall not be named and then Tanner were both like, yeah, this sucks. Um, and I, I'm not blaming this on Tanner. Um, not blaming this on Tanner at all. Cody just puts out this kind of energy and vibes where, um, basically, call him, say what you've been saying. <laughs> I, I don't know what you, I don't know what you're talking about. You're, you're crazy. Uh, uh, so he puts out this type of vibe that really kind of gets everybody kind of to match it or to like make people go along with it. And I I understand that. That's fine. You know, I'm, I I blame I completely blame Cody for this. If I blame anybody, I'm gonna blame Cody. Yeah. But, and Winslow was also like pretty new to the group at this time too. 
yeah that's true too and uh and so uh and so yeah so we get probably like a few more minutes in colt's trying to defend me basically by saying like well you know we have to give it a minute but cody isn't having it so i'm like okay i guess i could just skip through and try to find the fight scenes for you guys and the, the thing is i don't know the exact minutes of it and of course i'm getting nervous i don't think to go back to the menu to go back to the specific scenes um and we basically just sit there while i while i do that but then it takes me too long to do that so cody even gets more upset huffing and puffing and so i have to basically just go on youtube search up the fights and that's how i show them the fights on youtube <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty fucked up. Uh, looking back on it, it's pretty fucked up. I, I kind of like, until Wenzel like started talking about it, I kind of just like knocked it out of my uh, brain because I was like, damn, that was cringe. I, I still have no memory of this. Like, like, hand on everything. I do not remember this. No, it's so, it's, it's so, fu it's so funny because, um, I, um, I, I remember it because obviously I was the person, I was the focal point in this, but uh, I just never forget it because every time we talk about the raid, everybody is like, yeah, I've never seen the raid. And I just think in my head, I'm like, you fucking liars, you fucking liars. I showed you the first 15 minutes of raid and you hated it. You hated it. You liars. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, uh yeah, and, and it was just funny because I've been kind of whole, I've been, I was going to say it for the podcast until Tanner brought it up because Tanner, beforehand we were he was like cole you haven't seen the raid and cole was like no and he was like okay i haven't either and i was just thinking to my little little brain i was like mm -hmm, they have seen the raid well I technically them. speaking we they hadn't had seen the raid absolutely no you're right absolutely right you've only seen the first 10 to 15 minutes and yeah I mean, the 10 15 minutes again probably seven or eight years ago <laughs> like it's yeah it's 10 to 15 minutes like in a in a in a time frame that happened seven to eight years ago i mean yeah this pre-podcast who can i mean who can remember that if you can remember 10 to 15 minutes that happened eight seven years ago i mean it probably might have been something traumatic or embarrassing but you know i mean <laughs> uh well i it makes sense for me to remember because it was embarrassing for me <laughs> i was very nervous um yeah yeah so. i i like honest don't i didn't remember it because I, as soon as that fight started because the reason I thought it was JoJo that showed it to us because JoJo used to show us a bunch of just shit, like yeah, <laughs> just yeah videos true. in general. <laughs> so I was just like, "Oh, I JoJo had to have showed this to us at like Cody's old apartment or at the at their old place or something." Because I like I distinctly remember seeing the beginning of this fight again. I, I was I was like, because I didn't think Wenzel was there. I thought it predated Wenzel in the group. So I was like, "This had to be." eight or nine years ago but yeah i was almost right yeah no i mean you're not you know i you're you're you didn't didn't it wasn't a bullseye but you definitely got close to the mark I'll yeah i got like six points um well i don't have anything more to say about the raid um other than leading into um i guess my next uh i do i you know um i guess i should go ahead and ask it but here we are. We're done with the summer fisting. Woo! Yeah! Like, so I, I guess I gotta ask, where do all the films, uh, where do all the films rank for everybody? Now, you oh. can say you're, you, you can say that you're rating for the raid, obviously. Yeah. Um, 
But where where do all the films rank? Uh, you know, five in the five. So number one is your favorite film out of the summer of fisting, and then your number five is least favorite, but doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah, I can easily give my ranking right now. Yeah, I have my ranking ready. So, but Cole, you go for it. Okay. Uh, the raid I gave it four stars as well, which is uh, I gave two of these other movies four stars as well, which is not a bad score at all. But no, I say this. Uh... Because I think The Raid is my least favorite of the ones we've watched. Oh, wow. But I still enjoyed it a good bit. And then the, uh, fuck, what was the first one called again? Enter the Dragon. Enter the Dragon is uh, second to last. And then up next, it's fucking easily Drunken Master with that ending scene. Uh, And then next is the uh, Kung Fu Hustle. And number one is 100% Police Story. Uh, hmm. Police Story is number one, and I feel like there's going to be a pattern here with that movie and uh, maybe my top three. I don't know. We'll see. Um, yeah, I'll I'll go next. So I also went four stars on the raid. Um, I I should I should well I'll I'll mention this as I'm doing my least favorite movie of Summer of Fisting, which again all these movies we watched I think we all agree on were really good to great to excellent. Yes, yeah. I don't we didn't watch even like an okay movie this whole run. This was a great yeah. run of films. Um, yep. I would say my least favorite was Enter the Dragon. Um, just because I it you can feel its age more than the others. I feel like so I, yes, I have sure. Enter the Dragon at number five. At number four. I have uh, Legend of the Drunken Master. Um, it, it probably still has my favorite, at worst, second favorite fight scene of this whole iteration of Summer of Fisting uh, with uh, Jackie Chan's character and the master in the building fighting all, you know, the the axe gang, as we found out in the yeah. Hustle episode. <laughs> um, th- so that's sick. My number three, I would have as the raid. Um, again, the the ultra violence aspect to it, I thought was really cool. Um, it is gratuitous. Definitely is not a movie for everybody. Um, it is bloody. It is. It's raw. It, like the darkness just adds to it. So yeah, it is super raw. It's awesome. Highly, highly recommend. It's like get past the first fifteen minutes because the, the remaining hour. Uh, 30 really makes up for it. Yeah. Um, my number two was Kung Fu Hustle, which shocker. I know um, I, Kung Fu Hustle is incredible. Super funny. Uh, love the action in it. But my number one with a bullet is Police Story. Um, I thought the it, it it like just sitting on it since we've recorded the Police Story episode, which at this point has probably been a month ago and by the time you hear this episode would probably be two months ago um it, it's it's timeless like i still think about scenes from the first police story yeah uh, it, it, it is truly a a classic that stands the test of time and i mean that you know here we are talking about that movie 38 years after its initial release so yeah police story number one Hell yeah. Uh, yeah, you could probably make guesses about what our number ones are. Um, but for me, uh, I gave the raid four stars as well. Um, that's how I felt about it for the longest time, because uh, like like they've all said, you know, it's it's definitely um, it, it's that first portion is so slow. 
And uh, if, as long as you can get through that, and I know it might be tough for some, but um, you can, you'll enjoy the rest. Um, yeah. So I would put at number five, I, I, I definitely agree with Tanner on this one to uh, enter the dragon because you, you definitely feel its age while it's still a good movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bruce Lee is still fun to watch. Um, yes. Yeah. It's still, it's definitely my uh, least um favorite even though it still has four stars uh yeah so and i should mention too five four and three they all have four stars uh so um number four this is tough because after seeing them i'm like well shit like i would probably uh this is so tough um i'd have to probably put the raid at number four wow um yeah, so when we first went into this, I was thinking like, man, the raid is going to whip ass, and I like, I was like, it's probably going to be one, like, it's probably going to be pretty high for me. You know, I've seen it so many times, I love it, but no, it's it's number four, and it's still a good movie. It's just, um, having seen the other ones, they they really, uh, they really kicked ass. Uh, so number three or number yeah, number three is uh, Drunken Master because that building scene with the axe gang and the master and the drunken master fighting is so fucking badass and then the final fight where you have fucking the villain doing all those kicks that was so sick i i just i can't i can't get it out of my head uh number uh two is obviously kung fu hustle uh it's just so funny so much fun and just insane uh just crazy and then number one obviously like everybody else is police story like tanner said like cole have said it just i can't stop thinking about it it's still in my mind it's still great it's so much fun <laughs> like it, it just it, i don't know what else could uh what else could top that in this lineup so yeah wow pretty interesting too because cole i were your movies three four and five also four stars yep yeah, every single movie we have the same scores for every single movie across yeah. the board. Just a little yeah. bit of a different ranking. That's that's interesting. And uh, consensus top two with uh, Police Story at one and Kung Fu Hustle at two. Yeah, and I was right. Uh, as soon as we started uh, Police Story, uh, I said this is going to be the best one we're going to watch during this whole thing, and I was right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> called it in the opening credits of uh, Police Story. <laughs> it's just, but like honestly, you can't go wrong with any of the movies that we've covered here no. for no. Summer of Fisting. Like they are all great in different ways. Uh, I mean, even I mean, we watched two Jackie Chan movies. They're all so different. Technically, like, three because Jackie Chan's in the. Yes, he's in Under the Dragon, but it's not yeah. a Jackie Chan movie. Yeah, <laughs> uh, like Police Story or legend of the drunken master um yeah they're all so different i i think there's something here for everybody i mean this so what we want to do with summer fisting is we wanted to do like essentially a action movie 101 here with us i mean we've seen action movies before but we've never really delved into the at least i hadn't had delved into like sort of the kung fu uh realm of it um so that's what we did and then obviously we capped it off with the raid which is kind of funny like this full circle moment for Wenzel uh finally after <laughs> 8 years getting to show us the raid and we come away loving it uh, I think it's really funny I also think it's funny that I like the raid more than he did yeah <laughs> just kind of funny um but yeah like I I think there's something here for everybody and if it's been a few years since you've seen some of these I mean granted we we've covered movies that are 50 years old so um 
go back and watch them because they're they all kick ass in different ways. They're all great. Yeah, yeah. This is this is probably the oh gosh, this is probably one of the film projects we've done on this. Besides, uh, well, the only one other one I can think of is Star Wars. Uh, this is like it's super fun. Um, oh yeah, definitely. This is definitely now that I think about it, probably the only like I mean, we did Star Wars files. We wasn't involved with Fast and Furious files. Um, or at least I wasn't. I wasn't. I don't know if y'all were on them. I don't think so. No, I was not. <laughs> um, I ain't watching that dog shit. <laughs> okay, okay, come down. Um, <laughs> but we've watched movies before for singular episodes. But yeah, it's just like I don't know if we've ever watched movies in a single episode that have like the combined batting average of these five movies. Like, like I said, all these movies are great to. I mean, with Police Story, we're all in agreement. I mean, five stars, it's like perfection. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, huh. absolutely. Well, that that's I'm, summer of fisting. That, yeah, I, I want to say, like, I don't want this to be the last time we do this. Because I, I, I fucking loved be. it. Yeah, it I want to I do summer fisting again. And I think for next summer fisting, we got to watch The Raid 2. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's, it, it's no. so funny. Like, we have The Raid 2 and Police Story 2. That we could uh, potentially do, but yeah, that definitely, <laughs> probably on the docket somewhere is a a, a summer fisting two. Oh, yep. if I have to, yeah. Um, sorry, Colt. Gotta watch more action movies with your pals. I guess. Uh, just make a little groan for me. Uh, there we go. Wow, you sound like you were throwing up. No, I was uh, <laughs> groaning. Damn, you have some fucked up groaning. Um. Well, do we you have any hear me moaning? Any final words for summer of fisting here before we get into plugs? I hope we influence you to go out and beat up the first person you see. Just kidding. <laughs> do not do that. Colt said that. I <laughs> hope we influence you to go out and hug your family members. Wow, you could have just that? said watch the movies. I was about to say just and just the cherish them because good God. The guy from Raid will beat the shit out of you and stab you in the neck. Oh, man. Uh, what if it was like uh, like the one Lakeith Stanfield ad for Haunted Mansion? <laughs> Enjoy your family while you can. <laughs> while you still have them. Like, what the hell that means? <laughs> like, while you still enjoy this movie while you still can. Like, with your family. I, I think, I, oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, watch these movies. They're good. Yeah. yeah. Definitely. Um, well, are we ready for plugs? Yes. Plug it. All right. Thank you, everybody, for listening to our final installment of uh, Summer of Fisting here, Punch 5 The Raid. Um, as always, you can listen to us on SoundCloud, on Apple Podcasts, on Google Podcasts, on Spotify, on Overcast, on every RSS feed catcher. We are there doing stuff. Um, and kind of really, this feels like the end of our summer season as we move into like our fall lineup of content. Yeah, too, I so. mean, this is coming out. I don't know when, but uh, it's fall is right here. Yeah, it's close to fall. Um, follow us on Twitter at AYCH Podcast because as of right now, that's still like the best place to catch all of our news and stuff you can follow us on twitch.tv slash all you can hear if you're listening to this the week it is airing i should have started last week my tuesdays with tanner 
series. Um, so definitely go check that out where every Tuesday I play, I just play a game, hang out, come hang out for a couple hours. Uh, we're, we're doing some cool stuff. Um, and also I should have done a Starfield launch stream, but hopefully, hopefully it's not broken the day it releases. Um, because we are recording this a little in advance. But anyways, you can follow us on twitch.tv slash all you can hear. You can follow us on YouTube, all you can hear, or at AYCH Podcast. We're on Instagram, AYCH Podcast. We are on TikTok. 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 Wow, are you so old? We're we're on the TikTok. Um, we're on TikTok, AYCH Podcast. We should have some cool TikToks up uh featuring uh us at Sidewalk by now. Uh some Tuscaloosa Taco Tour stuff that we did a couple weeks back. So go check that out. Some really cool stuff we have cooking up over there. And yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at Tanner1495. Me named Colt. Follow me Twitter at ColtD00. Also on Blue Sky at ColtD99. I always forget my Blue Sky. Wow. You shouldn't because that's got to be. Please. I just want to find a new place to be happy slash angry. Okay. I don't no, want to be angry on a social media constantly. I want to be have some happy. Yeah. Uh, thank you for listening. You can follow me, Wenzel, on Twitter at Wenzel Wilkie. Follow my art Instagram at World of Wenzel. Follow my bookstagram, Wenzel Banters. You can uh, uh, go check out my Goodreads, my letterbox. They're on my link tree for links for everything in there. Uh, tell us if we missed anything, maybe uh, things they we did talk about maybe the summer fist thing with these films uh or maybe you have film suggestions for our next summer fist thing summer of fisting tell us um you know send us a message on twitter or wherever maybe send us an email i don't know um yeah. i do want to thank everybody that voted in the polls because all of these movies were vote besides the raid um the movies from the 70s 80s 90s and 2000s were all voted on by you know people that follow us on twitter and listeners and stuff so Thank you for suggesting really good movies. Thank you. Amen. Yeah, thank you. Um, and uh, go check out Backlog Boys, of course. Um, go check out Tanner. Go check him out. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, hey. hey. Oh, yeah. kill him. Oh, ooh, ooh, I know how to kill him. Go listen to our sidewalk stuff. Uh, I'm sure it's great. Our stuff on TikTok's great. Yeah. I hope to God it is. Please. All right. Any any final words? Any wrap up for summer of fisting? Any final words? See you next summer, uh, world cowboy. See you next summer, Mister Fist. Kachow. Whoa. (laughs) Kachow. Yeah. Lightning McQueen. Okay. All right. Well, thanks everybody for listening, and we'll see you next week on the All You Can Hear podcast. <laughs>